It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This, this is the Stenless. Hello and welcome to the weekend edition of The Smart 7. We've got the biggest, best and strangest stories of the week for you in the next seven minutes. Remember, if you're listening to us on Spotify as part of your daily drive playlist, you can just hit the follow button to get regular Smart 7 updates with a new episode each weekday at 7am. As Europe battles with COVID-19, Germany and then France announced they will enter lockdowns for the whole of November with strict travel restrictions and the closure of shops and restaurants. In the UK, there were 24,701 cases and 310 deaths from coronavirus, as concern mounts that a circuit break and lockdown may be needed in England. On Channel 4 News, Krishnan Guru Murthy got frustrated as he tried to get a straight answer on a lockdown from Professor Yvonne Doyle of Public Health England. It's a very simple question. Would a circuit break and lockdown now work to bring down infections and bring the R rate below one? Well, circuit breakers are being implemented in other parts of the UK, so it's very important that we learn from that. But as I say, it's important to keep an open mind and give the interventions that are currently in place, which are restrictive at the level three intervention, very restrictive on people's lives. The long-awaited report from the Equality and Human Rights Commission on anti-Semitism in the Labour Party was published yesterday. Member Alistair Henderson details the findings. We've identified feelings in leadership. We've identified an inadequate process to deal with anti-Semitism complaints and inadequate training for those handling it. And we've found evidence of political interference by the leader of the opposition's office in numerous anti-Semitism complaints. Jeremy Corbyn's immediate reaction was to say that the numbers were exaggerated. The numbers have been exaggerated in my view. The public perception in an opinion poll last year was that one third of all Labour Party members were somehow or other under suspicion of anti-Semitism. The reality is it was 0.3% of party members. He was then suspended from the party and new leader Keir Starmer was unapologetic. I made it clear that we won't tolerate anti-Semitism or the denial of anti-Semitism through the suggestion that it's exaggerated or factional. And that's why I was disappointed with Jeremy Corbyn's response. And that is why appropriate action has been taken, which I fully support. With midway through half term and the government still hasn't relented on the appeals to provide free school meals, as the campaign led by Man United and England footballer Marcus Rashford continues. A petition to end child poverty hit one million signatures yesterday, but Environment Secretary George Eustace still stuck to the government position. We've taken a view that um, free school meals are for term time. That's always how that particular intervention uh, was designed, and that's why uh, we're no longer going to be offering free school meals during the school holidays. But alongside that, there are many interventions that we've had to support people who are struggling to afford food. 
Mayor of Manchester Andy Burnham says the government are out of touch with public opinion. They've been saying on interviews, and we've just heard it now, that oh, they've given councils money to do this. Well, the money's run out that they gave. So I'm afraid they're going to have to have a rethink uh, on this. The, the power of the campaign that Marcus Rashford has led is undeniable. The country is behind it. Uh, the government is out of touch on this issue. It really does need to uh, make a U-turn and, and do it quickly. It's now less than a week until the US election and with no major shift in polling after the last debate, both campaigns are visiting as many states as possible to try and move the dial. Donald Trump hit the road yesterday, as did Melania and Mike Pence, while Joe Biden has help from his old buddy Barack Obama. Campaigning in Florida yesterday, Obama seemed to be having the time of his life, but he also seemed mainly intent on winding up Donald Trump, first on his response to COVID. You can't think of anything that you might be doing differently? Like, maybe you shouldn't have gotten on TV and suggested we might inject bleach to cure COVID? That's not something you said, you know, maybe I shouldn't have said that? Then he had some thoughts on Donald's friends. He said that Putin of Russia, Xi of China, and Kim Jong-un of North Korea want him to win. We know. We know because you've been giving them whatever you want. For the last four years, of course they want you to win. If the aim was to wind him up, congratulations, Barack. You know who I spoke today? President Barack Hussein Obama. He draws flies. I've never seen he draws. He had no, he had no people. Still to come, Kanye West, the big breakfast and the crown. 3. You may have forgot that Kanye West is running or walking for president in the United States. Well, he still is, actually, and he sat down with Joe Rogan to explain how the idea to run came to him in the shower in 2015 and that God has got big plans for him. I believe that my calling is to be the leader of the free world. I mean, if, if it's in God's plan that part of my path is to be the governor, then that's fine. But my calling is to be the leader of the free world. It's been 19 years since the groundbreaking TV that was The Big Breakfast came to an end. And as the house goes up for sale, just under six million quid if you're feeling a bit flush, Radio X's Drive Time presenter Johnny Vaughan revisited his old haunt and told some incredible stories about the early days, including a very special guest. I suppose when David Bowie said that he just wanted to come on the show because he he used to get the show sent out to him when he lived in America because he really liked it. And we heard that he wanted to come on our Christmas show not particularly to be interviewed, but just because he wanted to be part of the crew because they look like they have so much fun. And so during the Christmas show, I was sitting there and suddenly I see holding a sound boom over the crew was David Bowie. And he was our, he, was our, he just wanted to be a sound rep for the day and join in and be shouted at like everyone else. It was just absolutely mad. 
Crown Season 4 hits Netflix on the 15th of November, and while there's been lots of talk about the Charles and Diana storyline, it also features Gillian Anderson as Margaret Thatcher, and the new trailer puts her and Olivia Colman's Queen Elizabeth head-to-head. Your Majesty, I think we have enough respect for one another personally to ask ourselves some of the bigger questions. Woman to woman. We are the same age after all. Really? Just six months between us. Oh? And who is the senior? I am. Now. This has been The Smart Seven. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back Monday at 7. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on Alexa.